Hey everybody, it's Kerry from the Stop Cafe in Mir, Alberta, and I'm not in Mir, Alberta. No, I'm at the Calgary Court Center in downtown Calgary, and we're doing a protest across the nation to, to gain awareness for the, the Coots 4, which is kind of actually the Coots 5. Uh, Chris uh, Carpert, Chris Lysak, Jerry Morin, Tony Linick, and James Sawry, who is actually in jail. Uh, of course, uh, Chris Lysak and Jerry Moran are out, however they have to sign a uh, plea deal and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking a little bit more about that as well. And uh, really we're, we're across the country here, we're, we're doing stuff all the way from Vancouver to Edmonton, Calgary, all the way through and uh, right through Toronto and we're going to have a few people making some speeches here. I know Roy Bayer, who was on our show last night uh, with the Alberta Prosperity Project, is going to be here, and uh, we'll see what else we'll be talking about. So stick around and uh, see what's going on. Thanks. Uh, I, I had to bring my Alberta flag because uh, one thing I can say, having been in Ottawa and down at Coots uh, two years ago, is that uh, Alberta is the land of the strong and the free. And, uh, you know, the influence of this province uh, for the nation is important and uh, you know we've got some heroes who stood for freedom and are paying a heavy heavy price Chris uh, you know Barbara for example Tamara Leach and others there's at least about 10 others that are facing jail terms uh, for doing things like mischief uh, you know five years or more in jail for mischief it's uh, unheard of but this is the level of not prosecution, but persecution of those who stood up and offended the political elite, offended the prime minister, offended people who uh, wanted to, you know, just send a message. If you dare stand up against the government and their mandates, uh, that we're going to pay a really, really heavy price. So the message from them is targeted all of us, all of us who believe in standing up and holding government accountable. Uh, saying no you're wrong on this point and and when you're holding government uh, you know accountable by way of a peaceful lawful protest i want you to all understand that when we were in ottawa there was actually a court ruling of the ontario superior court that uh, the, the city of ottawa was taking the truckers to to court but the judge said this is a peaceful and lawful protest as long as you stop the horns yeah. and they stopped the horns so there was no roads being blocked in Ottawa and same thing in Coots yes there was a couple days of border disruption but uh, you know it was not 50 billion dollars worth of economic damage it was very small it was very short-lived it's no different than a sea and rail strike or a postal strike or these things that are common that happen where people are making a point for public support and the fact is the freedom convoy both in ottawa and coots they made a, they, they sent a message and uh, i think all of us know the most important thing that they did for all of us is give us hope to realize we're not alone that there's a lot of people out there across this nation who are feeling the same thing they said no to the mandates they said no to the loss of rights and freedoms that were fundamental to canadians they, they resisted by way of simply saying no in a very sensible, peaceful way. And uh, yet we felt alone until the Freedom Convoy started rolling across the country. Uh, that Freedom Convoy brought a sense of hope and affirmation for so many people. 
uh, you know, and uh, and I know because with my political background that the public opinion behind what the Freedom Convoy stood for, they stood for the end of mandates after two years of nonsense, just common sense. And these truckers are amongst the smartest, hardest working people I've ever met. They know and understood exactly what was going on. And whether they were in Coots or in Ottawa, they were sending a message and, and for all of us, for the entire Canadians, not just for how the mandates were affecting them, but how the mandates were affecting all of us. And they said, an end of the mandates, we need to get back to normalcy, back to our rights and freedoms. And uh, they did exactly that. Uh, over 50% of Canadians at the time that they were rolling into Ottawa were in support of what they stood for. So that was a very powerful, powerful message that took place. It took just a couple days and the Conservatives fired Aaron O'Toole who spoke out publicly against the truckers. So there was kind of a political earthquake that was starting to take place. Jason Kenney here realized he was in trouble. And, uh, you know, a political earthquake began to take place. Trudeau's reaction was that of a dictator. I mean, his reaction was to, uh, to uh, politicize the justice system, uh, to threaten people with false accusations, things like, oh, they're trying to burn down an apartment. That was just a straight-up lie that was being spoken. They're breaking into food banks. Everything they said in the mainstream media, the exact opposite is the truth. The exact opposite. If you were in Ottawa, you'd know that was the most amazing experience of a peaceful, lawful protest of good people, smart people, standing up for what was right. And, of course, the political system and the justice system being corrupt as it is did exactly what you would expect in any dictatorship. In any dictatorship, you can expect that the justice system will be used to target people for their political position. And I want you to understand, this is exactly what Trudeau's RCMP did. Now, not all the RCMP, I'm talking about the politicized branch of the RCMP. I'm talking about the justice system that said, yes, we're going to really make these people pay. And so, you know, we saw that with the group in Ottawa. We saw that even at a more offensive level here in Alberta, where these individuals were arrested. Actually, it was exactly two years ago yesterday on Valentine's Day. Now, I was in Ottawa when that happened, and I saw the news story. That news story that came out, uh, they immediately had photos of those weapons. Did you, do you remember that picture? Did you know that RCMP never do that? They never take pictures of their, of their evidence to broadcast to the world without really taking their time to process the evidence. It usually takes a couple of months before a photo like that is produced. But this group of RCMP managed the photograph within hours and sent it to the world. And within hours, Justin Trudeau declared the Emergency Measures Act. Do you understand the connection? The gentlemen that were arrested under this so-called serious allegations, uh, you know, and I say the more I look at it, the more I know it was a f just a pieced together kind of investigation uh, that was fabricated. Uh, there's uh, no doubt in my mind, but you know, you can only know for sure at an actual fair court proceeding. And uh, that fair proceeding is still not happening till at least May. In the meantime, these four gentlemen were languishing in jail. 
you know, I think two of them now for 730 days, edits count, you know, every single day, an additional day, all the way to at least May or June, uh, with no trial, held in jail with no trial, and this is the extreme measure if you offended Justin Trudeau and Jason Kenney. You know, how do I know it's extreme? You just have to look at the bail system for everyone else. For everyone else, the bail system is even a repeat violent offender who murders an RCMP officer, like happened in Winnipeg, is out on bail. A matter of just a few months, out on bail. Uh, or an example here in Calgary, where an individual was murdered here just a couple of weeks ago. And it was she was murdered by her ex-husband. Uh, who had previously attempted to rape her. They arrested him, they brought him to a judge, and the judge came down on him really hard with a $500 cashless bail. You heard that right. $500 cashless bail for a person who attempted rape of his ex-wife. This is justice. This is, this is the extreme injustice system that we have in Canada. That same gentleman went and violated his bail terms and so they hold him before the, the judge again. And this time the judge really came down hard on them and fined him $400 cashless bail. So imagine a justice system that allows a repeat violent offender out in, in, on $400 bail. And these gentlemen in, in Coots have not committed a violent crime and have no previous record, are in jail for 730 days plus. So we have to understand, this is fundamentally unjust. Uh, you know, the Charter says we are all equal under the law, but it's not true. There's people that are treated like you can commit repeat violent offenders, and it's a rotating door for those individuals. But if you're a political prisoner, these gentlemen are political prisoners, and the proof is how they're being treated. The proof is how they're being treated. And so, you know, it's time for us to spread the word to a wider audience. A lot of you have known about the Coots Four. Uh, you're aware of the Coots Four. You're aware of the injustice. And, uh, you know, you say, well, what do we need to do? We need to spread the word. And so we produce these brochures. We have a website uh, designed for the skeptics, designed for people who don't care, uh, don't believe that these guys could be innocent, who believe those truckers must have done something really bad. You know, those individuals that have prejudged the matter, we need to get them to rethink the matter, right? And so the only way is to get a simple brochure like this into their hands. And we have, we have a bunch here, you can each grab 50 and say, over the next 24 hours, I'm gonna get these into the hands of the general public, not to your friends who are already on our side. What we need is people who need to rethink this. We gave this brochure down in down in Lethbridge. We were doing a, the truck convoy in Lethbridge down to Coots and back. And there was an undercover RCMP officers right there. And so what I did is, uh, I, mean, I was just talking to a couple of gentlemen. They came out of their car and they said, can we see that brochure? And uh, so I gave the brochure to them. And they, and they said, listen to this, the RCMP said, are these guys still in jail? Well, did they apply for bail? I said twice, one, three times. They've been denied bail. And they looked at each other and they couldn't believe it. So there's some, there's some 
basic, you know, frontline uh, RCMP and police that even don't know this. And so you need to understand. I mean, we have a couple gentlemen that went to the RCMP stations in uh, in um, uh, Cochrane and Okotoks and put this on their cars, <laughs> this brochure. So I said, well, that's pretty courageous. I said, well, they need to know. They need to realize the politicization at the top echelons of the RCMP has given a bad name to the RCMP. And so they need to know. So we want to encourage everyone uh, to, uh, again, um, you know, spread the word. The website is fantastic. It really explains a lot of details. We show actual examples of how the justice system works for everyone else in Canada, you know, and then how it's working for these individuals with the question mark, how is it possible such a contrast? So thanks for coming out. I'm going to have Carrie Lambert. Now, you know, Carrie and Chris Scott, they have their program every Monday and every Wednesday. And so Carrie flew, drove, where, where do you live? Just in Calgary. I'm in Calgary. Oh, he, <laughs> I always assume he's, he's up in, up there and whistle stop. But Carrie Lambert uh, with the Chris and Carrie show. So let's welcome Chris. Thanks. Well, thank you, Roy. And Roy is doing amazing, uh, an amazing job. He's with uh, Taking Back Our Freedoms, one of the co-founders as well. The website is for the number four justice.ca. I don't think Roy did mention that, but we're here to talk about the uh, the Coots Four, which is actually more like the Coots 127 or some magic number out there, because we've got James Sowery, who's actually being convicted of of destroying a pylon, which is really what it ended up happening. Ran over a pylon, and uh, and and I wasn't in the court to hear exactly how the uh, the uh, the uh, the case ended up and what he was truly convicted of. But it sounds like the police officer, the RCMP officer that was there, had some duress about oh some some big truck is coming after me, and because of that, he hit a pylon, and and it, it's horrible that that is the way we're at right now in terms of our court system. We've got two guys that were released, um, Chris uh, Lysak and uh, Jerry Morin, who were released, and I'm gonna say they re were released under duress for signing the, uh, the the fact that they actually had to say, yes, you know what, we we acknowledge that we, uh, we were doing uh, wrongdoing and that we were carting arms. It wasn't even, it, that in itself wasn't even why they were arrested. They were arrested for a conspiracy of murder, kept in jail for 700 days, and in the end they still didn't even have enough to keep them in there. So they ended up getting them to sign a sign off that yes, you know what, I want to get out of jail. We have to put ourselves in, our, in their shoes what would it be like to be in jail for 700 days? What would you do to get out? And I really have to look at uh, Tony Olenek and uh, Chris Carbert. They're still in jail and they had the NADs in order to stay in jail to prove the justice system is corrupt. And I think we're not here to fundraise, but we're definitely here to get that awareness out of what has been going on. The two people that are out on jail right now, they still have legal fees to pay. They still have loans that they would have taken in order to keep their lives functioning, their families' lives functioning. We still have to give them 
some money and support in order to do that. Again, this isn't a fundraising, but I'm, I'm looking at it, if I was in their shoes, and especially if I was still in jail, on the premise of maybe being there for maybe an extra 30 days, because that's what uh, Chris Carbert's definitely hoping that by next Tuesday, we're, we're back in Lethbridge on, on Tuesday, doing the pre-trial, still pre-trial, not even the trial, 700, that'll be like almost 740 days at that point. I really only became aware of this after about 100 days or so. And uh, that was through Vicki Bayford, uh, right there. And she ended up contacting uh, Granny. And gr actually, I think Granny contacted you is the way that it ended up happening. And then we got the awareness out. So without these individuals involved, we would still not know what was going on. And like you said, the RCMP didn't even know that they were still in jail. How ridiculous is that? So we're a small yet mighty group here, and we need to get the word out and do it however you, you can. Of course, we have our podcast that we do, and Roy was on our show last night, uh, and you can go through the Alberta Prosperity Project, or just go to the chrisandcarryshow.com, you can see that interview. And, but you've been, on, you've been spreading the word on a, on a bunch of different uh, shows. Uh, uh, Canadians for Truth you were on, yeah. uh, um, Shadow Davis, and so, we need, just need to get this word out. The problem that I've got dealing with this is there's a thing called the Jordan Act that if if they're incarcerated for 30 months and they don't have a, a good trial by that time, they're just going to be let free to go, which is great. They're free to go. But in the in everyone's minds, uh, they're still they're still guilty. The charges are stayed. The no charges idea. are stayed. That's exactly it, right? So I'm always thinking that's what's gonna happen and that's gonna happen in August. But we need to get this to trial before August to prove what the issue is. And I'm just gonna go on a little bit of a soapbox here. We began to do that with the Whistle Stop Cafe with Chris Scott. We were in court. We actually had evidence between collusion between the Alberta Health Services and the RCMP. And the issue with that was we came so close and then the government says, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna basically just pull this pull this band-aid off. We've got uh, a thing called ultra varies, which basically means that the the law itself is invalid, and uh, you're everyone's free to go. So anybody that had uh, a ticket or was involved with uh, businesses uh, being uh, stopped uh, during the uh, the whole COVID mandate, they basically said, you know, your tickets are all fine to go. And, and basically, that's what ended up happening as well when, with uh, with everything that happened in the Emergencies Act too. It was it was almost like this is just an easy way to get out of this so that we don't have to get sued again. Well, guess what? We are suing. We have uh, a class action going right now through uh, Rath and Company, in which we're suing uh, we're suing the government in terms of any businesses that were shut down, in terms of uh, anybody that was affected, which really. Uh, is everybody. If you were affected in any way, go to Rath and Company and sign up for this class action suit. Class actions take forever, but at least it's a good start of the process. And if you know anybody that's been vaccine injured, or if you know somebody that maybe was let go because they didn't take the jab, we've also got Leighton Gray with Gray, Woke and Spencer, who are also doing another class action against that. And as of yesterday, Chris Barber, uh, Tamara Leach and company are also suing personally from my understanding now, Justin Trudeau, Christina Freeland, 
all them because of the way that they were treated and uh, with what happened with the Emergency Act, again, being called ultra-various, which basically means illegal. So with that, I'm just gonna wrap up. Thank you so much for coming out and, and spread the word, go out, forth, multiply, pick up some brochures, and, and please, thank you so much for your support for being out here. And again, thank you so much for Roy and uh, Art, uh, Art and Ardell for, for filming this, as well as bringing the, the PA and getting the word out. So thank you so much. Oh, we also have brothers too. Uh, 717 days locked up without trial. We're now 731, 732. Can I just do a little secret? Please go and pick up a druthers paper. Uh, you can go to druthers.ca. How many do you have here? And there's there's tons of them here. We're going to be giving them all out as well.